You're listening to 7-Minute Stories with Aaron Califato. This episode, Where Do the Memories Go? The definition of memory. The faculty by which the mind stores and remembers information. Something remembered from the past, a recollection. A couple of these synonyms I really like is when they call it an impression or an echo. Now, I've been thinking about this lately a lot and how I use memory, not just in my storytelling, but when I go through difficult times of struggle, if I'm in pain or if I'm sad or if I have to have a medical test done or if I have to do something I'm uncomfortable with, a lot of the times, and I don't think I'm alone in this, I close my eyes and I go back to certain memories that just take me to a place where I'm content where my consciousness is elevated, where I feel blissful. And it's a reminder that I will be and can be at that state again. And in the worst case scenario, that I can always visit it and that it existed and happened. So I want to share two quick memories with you. And then I have a question. The first memory I use is my daughter and I running in a field of dandelions and me just watching her hair just flying in the air, her smile ear to ear, utter joy. And she would run across the field of dandelions to me as I picked her up and spun her in circles. And I captured that memory in my brain. The context to this, though, it's, it's beautiful, but it also is set in reality, too, because this field of dandelions was actually... It's just this unclaimed field, almost an acre with thousands of dandelions right next to a bank headquarters west of Cleveland. See, when when her mom and I got divorced, we were doing shared parenting, which means we're sharing the responsibility equally, but we're also doing a lot of driving and picking up and dropping off. And I wanted to fill the moments and the spaces in between during those pickup and drop offs with joy and beauty. I didn't want my kids sitting in the back seat and just playing a tablet and waiting and feeling like she was being transitioned back and forth. And so I loved this spot right next to this bank in the urban sprawl of West Cleveland. And it was crazy because it was juxtaposed against this very corporate structure, but the thousands of dandelions in this field, you you would just get lost in them. And so I would park my car and we would wait for her mom to come get her. And for those 15 minutes, it was like being in heaven with her amongst the dandelions. And it reminded me of that movie Field of Dreams where Kevin Costner gets asked the question, you know, is this heaven? And he says, no, it's Iowa. And the music comes in and then he has this reflective moment and he's looking around and he turns around and he sees his family on the porch and the sunset and what's in front of him. And he says, well, maybe this is heaven. It's like that. So for the second memory, you know how people use that phrase, it's just like out of a romance novel, it's just like out of a movie, and when they're and they're describing something that seems so unreal that it's almost cliche. Well, I think there's a I have a little wrinkle to that that I discovered, and it's because of this memory. It was Corey and I's first dance. Most of you know Corey by now. She's my girlfriend. She does the intro for the podcast, and we've been together going on three years now. But we've known each other for over a decade, friends. But when we decided to 
be with each other. We had a first dance and it was like that thing out of a movie and it was very cliche and we were together at this dance and I looked at her and I knew it was going to be a special moment and I put my hand out and I said, would you like to dance? And she looked at me with those eyes and she said, yes. And when she said it, it was like she was saying yes to something more permanent. It was like she was saying yes to a life together. And when we go out into the dance floor to slow dance, it was as if everything around us was in slow motion. It was blurry and it was just us in this vortex. And we both knew it at the same time. We're dancing and we're, I can see it in her thought process that it's like, this is happening. And we're both trying to use our memories to capture this moment that's really happening so that we could always come back to it. See, because in memories, we're the victim of time. We synthesize time and there's a beginning and an end to something. But when you're in the now, you know it, but you also know that it's finite. And so you want to capture it and record it forever. And I did. And I know she did, too. But I'll never forget that moment because it was like something out of a movie. But more than that, see, it's not like something out of a movie. When you experience something like that, a connection, love for someone like that, and those moments you realize it's because of that that movies are made. It's because of those experiences that poetry is written, that love poems are written, that art is created. It's not like, it's because. So those are two very personal memories I wanted to share with you. But here's my question. And like all great questions, it really doesn't have an answer. What happens to the memories for all of us? What happens to our memories after we perish? Who's left to remember them? I'd like to think that while we're recording things in our brains, and that's finite and temporal, that maybe there's a cloud-based system outside of us of all experience that gets recorded like an ether that records all things that ever were and ever will be because they happened. The memories, the beautiful things that I remember, the two that I told you in the story, the ones that you think about all the time, they happened. They were experienced in a now that was and is now a then, but they happened. And so where does that go? Is there, is it imprinted? Is there an echo somewhere? I'd like to think it's a cloud-based system and that maybe even when we remember things in this life, that we're not just accessing something in our brain. Maybe it's more than that. Maybe we're tapping, creating a connection into the ether. We're actually tapping into something that's already been imprinted and will be there infinitely. You know, I asked my grandfather in a dream what he thinks happens after you die. And he said, it's like being in all places at once. Well, maybe what he meant by that was that we don't just remember things even after we die. Maybe it's not remembering at all. Maybe we're just living in the memories that are now infinitely recorded in that cloud. I know which memories I would want to live in. What about you? I hope you enjoyed the episode. A lot of people have been coming up to Aaron and I at parties, sending emails and calling to tell us how much they love the podcast and ask when the next episode's coming out. 
A great way to stay connected is to visit the website, 7minutestoriespod.com. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And while you're there, let more people know what you think about Aaron and his storytelling by rating and leaving a review. Lastly, the biggest compliment you can give us is to share your favorite episode with friends on social media. Thanks again for listening.